Greetings, everyone. I am so glad you're here. Joining me today on Satiate, the Boulder Nutrition Podcast. I'm Sue Van Rays, your host, functional nutritionist, food psychology specialist, and founder of Boulder Nutrition. I also lead women's wellness and yoga retreats, both locally and internationally. My inspiration in creating Satiate is to offer you well-being and functional nutrition insights to share with you many inspiring stories that can act as salve for your soul, to introduce to you some of my favorite experts and special guests from all over the country, and to offer you an opportunity to satiate your body, mind, and soul. With the spirit of the most chocolatey day of the year, and with the intention of each of us learning how to open our hearts and love ourselves fully, I have a very special guest on the podcast today. Someone who I've known for many years. We've shared office space, we have shared retreat space, and today we are sharing podcast space with you. My dear friend, Helen Knight is joining us. Helen is a healer, an intuitive coach, a Reiki master and teacher, a cacao priestess, a spiritual alchemist, and the founder of Dreamtime Healings. A lot of Helen's work is now available online, including her global cacao ceremonies, which she is going to tell us all about today. But before you get too far in, just know that if you're interested, you can join her global cacao ceremony on Valentine's Day 2021 or in the future by visiting dreamtimehealings.com. I hope you enjoy today's episode. It's so great to have you here today, Helen. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. Thank you for inviting me. I'm excited to connect with you today and your audience. Wonderful. Well, obviously, we've known each other for a good while and shared office space and some retreat space and definitely experienced each other's work over the years. And I thought it would be so fun to have you on the podcast this week, especially because of uh, the connection we have with Valentine's Day and chocolate and your work in the cacao realm is so fascinating. So let's talk a little bit about cacao and your cacao ceremonies and kind of what you bring when it comes to that because I know that there is so many aspects to your work. So I wanted to start with a question, you know, just to kind of set the stage, why cacao and what's your experience with spiritual healing and cacao used in ceremony and how you bring that to your community? That's, that's, that's perfect because that's exactly, people are like, cacao, why cacao? 
Like a cow. So I was in back in 2016, I was guided to go to Guatemala, supposedly for a retreat. Uh, but I knew somehow that that wasn't why spirit was getting me there. And within the first week there, I heard about a cacao ceremony and I just love chocolate. So I went to it and I ended up doing them three a week. And in my second one, I was told to do cacao ceremonies, wish my journey back in Boulder. And I, the guidance was cacao is what the Mayans and the Aztecs used as a way to connect to their goddesses, gods, spirits to get guidance. And so as I tell my community when they come, that's what we're doing. So as a healer, it's let's get that, that guidance for whatever it is that you're trying to release, heal, manifest. And the cacao is, I always say it's wonderful medicine to get you out of your head and into your heart. It's heart medicine mm. and it tastes good. And so we use that, we set intentions and intention of what you want to, again, create or manifest. And the, with the combination of the ceremonial cacao, the shamanic journeying, the, 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 the drumming, the community being in ceremony, spirit brings through amazing insight for people um, on their intention and will bring in healing as well. Mm. I'm, I love it. I love the connection to the heart. And it's interesting when we look at something like this sort of considered hallmark holiday, but yet there's this very chocolate focus in the history of Valentine's day. And I mean, I love how we can trace some of these things back to their original lineage. And I know for me, cacao is something that I feel like really helps me like with writing and my creativity and opens me up. And I often make some cacao when I'm going to sit down and, and do a creative project. Um, what did you notice in yourself when you started using cacao? Well, you've just named one, the creativity. That's why, I, yeah. And that's what I share too with my people that, yeah, if you're ready to create something, let the cacao walk with you and that creativity to open up the creative realm. So creativity, I do the similar thing. If I'm really needing, uh, I'm, I'm in the process of creating a new program for teenage girls, cacao, and then off we go. And it just opens up that channel. The other beautiful thing is it opens up your third eye. It really opens up that third eye. So you can have that more, more of a vision and more clairvoyance and insight, your intuition. Um, the other reason I've noted, the other reason uh, it's so beautiful is it will help you if you're going through something really challenging because it's heart medicine, because it's that it, it will accompany you with love. It really helps you put your arms around that challenging situation and surrender into it instead of resisting. That's where the pain comes. So the cacao will help you put your arms around and say, okay, what is this teaching me? What am I meant to be learning here? And the other piece mm. is it really helps you go into that. Like you can have cacao just to meditate in a deeper way because it helps you go into a deeper trance. Um, as it open, you get, it has a lot of caffeine in it the, and ceremonial cacao. And so it really gets the, the blood flowing through, this, through the body, but it's not like caffeine, like um, coffee, right? It's not a, a jittery, it's a, 
it's uh, it's just delightful. Very happy. You get very yeah. happy when you drink it. Yeah. So you transitioned your work to more of ceremony, cacao ceremony when you were still in Boulder. The pandemic hit, you turned a lot of your work into online ceremony. Can you speak to that a little bit and how that's going? Because I know that a lot of people feel like they're missing out with the pandemic and they can't benefit from some of these group experiences and things like what you're doing when, you know, being more homebound. But from what you say, that's not the case at all. No. <laughs> yeah, it's actually been a, a beautiful transition uh, into online ceremonies. Now, I did have a little bit of pushback from my regulars. They're like, no, we want it in, in person. But I a little convincing. It's, it is energy is not limited to time or space. So we really can hop online, hop on Zoom, and we all have prepare our own cacao at home. And I set sacred space and we invite in all our spirit teams. We bring we invite the cacao spirit in uh, and we, we go into ceremony and it is, we connect. And what I love is it's become international. I have a lot of connections in England, in Holland. I've had people from Belgium. I've got, I lived in Chile for nine years. So some of the Chileans, sometimes they will, will join in uh, connections and not necessarily in Australia for the time, time of day, but um, I love it because it's really helped everybody feel that connection, even though we've been, some of us more in, more in lockdown than others, uh, feel that connection and we can still be in ceremony and have this beautiful heart medicine. So yeah, it's doable. Yeah. It's almost like the pandemic has pushed us to recreate ourselves in so many ways. And what's so interesting is when we're all going through so much in such a variety of ways for the past year, what an awesome offering to be able to give people that kind of support all over the world because it's a global pandemic and we're all in it together, which is such a crazy thing. And now here's this opportunity to come together with people all over the world in your ceremonies. It's so beautiful, really. Yeah, it really has. And I, one of the big parts uh, as a healer, I, I not, not just because of the pandemic, even before is when people begin to wake up their spiritual, they're on their spiritual path. Um, they don't always have a community to, to connect with that they, uh, that gets them that understands. And so these uh, cacao ceremony and some of the other ceremonies I lead they're with like-minded people. They're speaking the same language. They're having the same experience. They, they're talking about their power animal or their third eye and the visions and um, that they're getting to know a spirit guide and no one thinks they're a fruit loop and they're all. <laughs> That's so comforting, right? So comforting when you can find like-minded people to yeah. share your journey. Oh, mm -hmm. what a gift. Yeah. So I know that your work touches so many kinds of people and that you really have such a broad reach. And I also know that you specialize a lot with highly sensitive people. And I'm just curious with having observed and held and held space for so many different kinds of people in your ceremonies, um, what have you noticed? Like, what have you seen? What are some things that people have um, emerged with after working with the cacao? We'd love to hear some, you know, some tangible case studies or examples. Yeah. Good question. Well, I think um, people are always very keen to meet their power animal. 
They like, they like that. Right. And so they, they come in and that can be their intention. I want to meet one of, or maybe more than one power animal or spirit um, guide. And so people come out of the shamanic journey. And when we, when it comes time for sharing, they like, I met my power animal and it's a bald eagle or a wolf or whatever it is. Right. And then, and it's just, I've had people in absolute tears with, with the guidance that has come in. It can be uh, maybe if someone's passed away, uh, they, that, that person comes in in spirit and has a message for them. That's really powerful. Yeah. I've had people, a vision past life that explains something about their current life and brings in a healing or a guidance I've had people um, have a physical healing, right? They, they, I always guide people to start in their secret garden in their heart space. And from there they leave and go on their, their shamanic journey, which I, if people don't know what a shamanic journey is, it's like a, an interactive dream where spirit will give them guidance. Either they'll see, hear, or feel. And some people just stay in their magic garden in their heart and they will have a physical healing. So if they're not well, um, they'll, they'll feel a healing in their arm or their leg or wherever their, their ailment is. Mm. And what the other piece, what I love, again, it really demonstrates the power of ceremony that we are so much more powerful when we come together and we unite is there will often be a power animal that will visit five or six people within. So it's someone, someone's over here saying, I saw a mountain lion. And then the over here says, me too. And over here, me too. And me too, me too. And then again, it shows that that animal came in. And, it, and it's usually then that energy for all of us. We all get the, the medicine from that animal. That's so cool. Yeah. I remember when we were um, on retreat together and you were talking to the group about the different ways that we can get these um, intuitive hits in our, in our, through our senses. And I'm wondering if you could just give us a little rundown, because I think often we think about visions, you know, being visual, which of course is one of them, but I know there are many others. And I think if we start paying attention and slowing down and giving credit to some of those other, <laughs> other modalities that show us information, um, that can be so, you know, informative and it's right there. Yet we often just overlook it or don't listen or don't notice or don't believe that it's even relevant. That is such a good question. And it's, yeah, so good. Yes. We, we, we you know, what do you see? And I, often in my healings, I say, what do you see, feel, or sense because it's, or, or hear it's because we, it, yeah, spirit will bring in messages in all different ways. So that vision, some people are very visual. I, I see visions with my eyes closed, um, but other people don't. So they, but they, they have like a, an inner knowingness. So that's the clairsentience. Um, or they will feel like they'll feel tingles in their hands. I had a gentleman the other day who he had a session and he was studying to be a doctor and I didn't really know much about him, but he, his hands were super, super tingly and the healing came in and he started playing with the energy. And instead of, he said, they always were against each other like magnets. Now they're being pulled in. So that was the clear sentence. He was feeling it. Um, you can hear it. And again, people are like, well, how do you hear it? I'm like, it's not like a, 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 
like our voices that you hear right now is you, you hear a sound or words or, um, and that's the clear audience. Then it can also come in and, and actually in the physical realm, for example, feathers. Um, feathers show up for me all the time. More in Colorado now than in, in New Mexico. Hearts are showing up in New Mexico. But here, feathers, all sorts of feathers. So I, always, I get to the point where I pay attention to what my thoughts are when that feather shows up because spirit's bringing in a confirmation or be aware of what you were thinking if it was a negative thought. Uh, and now in Taos, I, I think I found maybe two feathers in my three months of being there. And now I see hearts everywhere. Hearts made in the snow, hearts. I saw a heart on the road and it looked like it was, I asked my friend, he goes, that's elk pee. He, he says, only you would find a heart in elk pee. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I guess when we look, we find what we, you know, when we keep our eyes open, there's more around us than we even realize that is speaking to us, which is so cool. Yeah. And pick up. Yeah. It just, it is awareness. 50% yeah. of, I always say what we do is, is raising our awareness. Mm -hmm. I didn't notice the other day when I was leading ceremony, someone said, every time you played the drum and did your toning, the wind went crazy outside. So, right, they were, the wind was, was coming in, the elementals were coming in. Yep. So songs on the radio, uh -huh. you're thinking something and a message can come through a song. Mm -hmm. It can come through a dream. Some people have really vivid dreams or maybe not. I don't get too many dreams, but when I do get a dream, I pay attention. Yeah. It can come through a friend who you're thinking about them and you're going and they just call you. And yeah. then they just have a message for you. It could be something that you're, you're, you're going through and then it just happens to show up on your, your phone, on your Instagram feed, the message that you need to see. I always say spirit is un amazing, amazingly creative in how they bring in the messages for us. Mm. And we have to trust. That's the big truth because sometimes we dismiss. The ego's like, ah, oh, that's just, no, I just made that up. Right. Well, it's like we test it, we test it, we test it. You know, recently I did a thing looking for a sign when I was doing a, a challenge this, this January. Um, and, you know, I was like, oh, I, I hate look like you have to pick the sign first. And then, you know, over the coming days, you're looking for it. And there's a part of me that's like, oh, what if I don't see my sign? You know, I don't even want to pick one. And I did end up picking a sign and it took it a couple days. And I was um, looking at Instagram. Actually, I was watching someone's Instagram live. I was getting ready for bed and all of a sudden they were just talking all about my symbol. And I was like, to my dog. Oh my God, we just saw our sign. <laughs> She's like, hmm. <laughs> okay. You, say you know, it's like exciting. And when we start to really pay attention, that's, another... a, really, that's a really good way that they, if you, if you say, okay, if you're just beginning and you need to build that confidence, cause it is building a confidence say, yeah, pick a pick. How do you want it to show up? Can, all right, spirit, bring me a feather in the next 24 hours bring me a, show me a hummingbird or whatever it is. My, can I just share one little story around that? Yeah. One of my best ones was, I, this was quite a few years ago. I was reading the book called E, e Squared, I think it's called. And 
can't remember who the author is, but it, it's, it's nine, it's like nine experiments for the, the lay person who I, I was reading it more so I could recommend it to my clients. So I did the experiments and one of it was just what, sort of what you just said. You had, I had to, I gave spirit 24 hours to, sh- to bring me a gift, something that I could never ever expect, right? I couldn't make up, oh, that, that, oh, that person knew or whatever. Yeah. So I was, it was within an hour of making that request, I was vacuuming and all of a sudden there was a horrendous noise in the vacuum. So I stopped and I went and looked and there was a coin that was about, it was like double the size of a, of a, a quarter. It was not mine. It was copper and it had a hummingbird on it on the front. And it said, um, kindness is something, uh, blind person can, I'm not saying it right, see, and a deaf person can hear or some, something like that, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like that was, it wasn't mine. It was underneath some furniture, <clears throat> never seen it in my entire life. And here's this absolutely gorgeous copper coin that has this beautiful, I, I don't think I did it just, it wasn't exactly. No, but I just can't believe it was in your vacuum cleaner. Like Sometimes I think we perceive these things as like coming down, like on angels, carrying them on a slick cushion, like here's your hummingbird. And meanwhile, you're like finding it amidst all of this like dirt and dust and lint in your vacuum. (laughs) But you're paying attention. Yeah. I want to tell you a really funny story too, before we move on, because this one's similar to what you were talking about with the wind. And this happened twice to me in the past couple of years when I was teaching retreats. The first one was in Bali. I was telling the story of Kali, the goddess, uh, you know, the sort of badass uh, revolutionary goddess who, you know, definitely creates change with her fierce mother bear energy. And I was reading the myth before we started yoga. And there was this line in the myth that said, she came down and she shook the earth. And I'm not kidding there was an earthquake one second later. And the entire yoga palapa, it's up up on stilts, was shaking. And every, it took us all a minute. Like at first I thought somebody was doing construction on it and didn't (laughs) tell us. Like, cause you know, our brains aren't used to earthquakes. So it was, it took us all like 30 seconds to be like, was that an earthquake? And it was in fact a really large earthquake when we were in Bali, but it actually happened the moment I said, shook the earth which we just thought was hysterical and amazing and, you know, so timely. And then following the next retreat I led in Costa Rica, I was telling a, a story, same thing, because I love to start my classes with stories. <laughs> I was telling a story about the Hanuman and all of a sudden everyone's laughing and I'm like, what is going on? And someone's like, look, and all of these monkeys had just come onto the tree right outside of the yoga studio because it's open air and the monkeys are all crawling around. (laughs) And, um, you know, we're just laughing like how timely and how these, these moments that are just so aligned, there's just no way, there's just no way around it, you know? So I've experienced some of those moments myself and they are profound. And I'm really glad that you mentioned so many different things to look for because they're everywhere, you know, some big, some small. And I think the part, the other part of all of, again, those aren't quite intentions, but sometimes along the lines with the cacao is setting an intention 
and letting, so you're setting, I always say when you voice your intention, you're saying to spirit, this is what I would like to manifest. And it just reminded me when you were talking about Bali, when I was last there a year or a little bit year, over a year ago, I had a very strong intention that my flight through Sydney, Australia would get delayed because I lived there for two, three years. And I have a really, one of my best friends lives in Sydney. And I said, my flight's going to be delayed. So I get to see my friends in Sydney. And I held that intention. And I'm sure I had cacao along the way too, right? <laughs> they have cacao in Bali. And oh, yeah. <laughs> really held that. Like I, the, even before I left the United States to go to Bali and I landed, there was no, there was nothing. They were like, okay, you're boarding. And I was like, oh, well, I guess my intention didn't, you know, didn't happen. I texted my friend. I'm like, I'll, I'll, we'll have a, we'll have a, we'll have a cacao on another day. And cause she was waiting within an hour, hour and a half of flying. They said, is there a doctor on board? And, and then within another half an hour, they said, I'm sorry, folks, but we have to turn around and go back to Sydney because there's an emergency on the, on the plane and the person needs emergency help. So we will be landing. We were there for 36 hours. I got to see my friends. That's amazing. Right? <laughs> right? That's what an intention. interesting. Intention and then we combine it with that cacao. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Love it. Mm -hmm. Love it. Well, um, I would love to uh, basically turn our conversation to the actual cacao ceremony that you do. And I know that you, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about your actual ceremony this weekend on Valentine's Day, which some people may want to be a part of. But in general, if we were to use cacao on our own at home, just in a sacred way, in an intentional way, in a ceremonial way. I know I actually bought some really high quality cacao ceremonial grade from, um, from I think Brazil mm -hmm. um, that I've been using and it's been just so lovely. What can we do at home for ourselves when using cacao to kind of turn up the volume, bring more intention to it and maybe have our own mini cacao ceremony for ourselves? If we can't yeah. make yours. Um, okay, well, there's a couple options. Um, first, again, source the high. If you can source ceremonial cacao, that's the that's that would be the number one choice. That would be um, it's heirloom cacao. It's so it means that the tree is the original cacao tree. It hasn't been made a hybrid. So the cacao is pure medicine. So it's going to bring, it's going to have more benefits. Um, Can we find that out on the, like where we buy it? If you, um, yes, yes. I mean, if you search ceremonial cacao, there will come up on, yeah, I, I get mine from Mayana Cacao. Um, she's sourced out of, she's based out of Toronto, but she brings it from Mexico. She's Mexican. So uh, most of it comes from Mexico, Belize, Guatemala, and Peru are the, are the main sources of it. Uh, but if, if you can't, second best option is the highest quality chocolate or cacao powder, right? Again, organic 
number that would be preferred. Mm -hmm. Then you, you want, when you, when you do your ceremony, when you're going to do a ceremony, you are going to take more when I, when uh, the ceremonial serving is 1.5 ounces. So it's basically half a, half a chocolate bar, right? Um, now if it's powder, like you want it to be strong, right? Not, not something that you would just make on a, a snowy day. Um, sweeten it. I like to sweeten it with anything but sugar, like honey or, or, or um, maple syrup, um, just more, more organic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but if not organic sugar. And, uh, and there are people that don't like, I led a ceremony uh, on Saturday and there was a woman who preferred no sugar. You don't have to put sugar in it or sweeten her, shall I say. And uh, then you wanna sit down, you can have some music on if you want. Um, ideally in front of your altar, if you have an altar and, and if you don't, that's okay too. Just light a candle, maybe have a little, um, uh, flowers, um, something to honor spirit. And I see the word spirit, spirit, source, divinity, God, whatever that word is for you and close your eyes. And you can, again, you can have a little bit of music to soft music, uh, and feel into your heart. And you want to, I like to call on my spirit team. So I invite, or first you could ground, like get grounded. I have a, I put on, because I'm very highly sensitive, I like to put on energy protection tools, just clean out my chakras. So if you have a little routine with that, um, and then come into your heart and call in your spirit team. I say, I call in my angels, archangels, helping spirits, beings of love and light of the highest consciousness, uh, cacao spirit, I call in um, all my power animals, um, uh, all the elementals. These are all the ones that are part of my team of four directions, Gaia, father, son. And then you say your intention or intentions. Uh, I would like, I, I, and I always say present tense as if it's happening. Cause in the world of spirit, there is no time. So I let go of anxiety and I'm filled with inner peace. I, sur- I let go of control and I surrender. Um, I accept my current situation. Um, I increase my awareness. I increase my joy, uh, whatever it is, whatever it is that you want to, then you can go into, you could go into meditation. Drumming helps one go into a deeper stage. So, but you might just listen to music or if you want, no, no music, that's okay. Uh, you could also do a walking meditation you could then take your cacao and if you i really connect with mother nature so sometimes i take cacao and go so i did yesterday i had cacao and i went out into nature and oh my goodness the energy of freedom uh that played with the wind that was happening it's beautiful and another option is combine it with shamanic journey and i was just remembering to my first shamanic journey that i ever led was with you I remember it and I was so nervous. I didn't know what I was doing. And it was, I'd done that one. And then, and then spirit was like, okay, now lead it with shamanic journey. I mean, with cacao ceremony, I was like, well, I did one with Sue and they all had a good, good experience. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Great. I just remember that. And so the cacao, uh, you could do it with shamanic journey and you could just find drumming online, you know, for it's, it's and just put ear, earbuds in and, and go for 20 minutes, 20 minutes would be an ideal, but there's no right or wrong. If you got 10 minutes and that's what you want to tune into now, 
it does have a lot of caffeine in it. So make the most of it, right? I mean, if you're gonna get, if you're gonna take that cacao, then really dive into your creative project uh, after meditating. And you might, if you're in a in a space where you don't know what to do, you're writing your book or you're ready to 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 dive into creating something new, but you're not quite sure what it is, then just maybe stay in that space uh, of quietness listening to what what comes through um or if you're a painter then grab your paints and let it flow through and then as at as you complete always remember just to give gratitude and thank spirit and the cacao spirit for all that they brought in for you and if this is new for you sometimes i get i see the newbies get frustrated like that's all i got or you know i got a little vision of this or just be grateful for that. It's a practice, right? It's just like when we were learning to ride a bike, it takes a little bit of practice. So be gentle with yourself, be gentle, keep using the cacao. This is something you can do. It's cacao, it's chocolate. You can do it every day if you want, right? Yeah. Would you say that often you notice um, something come through during the ceremony, but then there's a continual revealing over time, over days, weeks? Yes, that's a really good, good point. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yep. And it can continue. And then I always say after ceremony, watch your dreams and the, and the synchronicities and not coincidences for especially 24 hours, but definitely for the following week. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So let's just recap for people listening. So first it's kind of like creating your space. Yeah. You're safe. Purifying your space. Yeah. And then of course you're going to have your cacao pre pre-made and you're going to make it really, you know, pretty strong Yep. and you're going to use the highest quality you can. Yep. And then after you've kind of purified your space and maybe you're sitting with your altar or some sacred items or candle, that's when you would potentially set an intention. Yep. Okay. And then as in the whole time, you're like still drinking cacao kind of as you go. Right. And then, then there's the meditation aspect of it where you're basically going inward and kind of following whatever meditative shamanic journeying type qualities. Would you say those are kind of in, interchangeable? Yes. Yep. Yep. And yep. that maybe some music or some drumming could kind of help you to stay inward. Inward. And, and again, and, but if people get distracted like that, then they, they can be in silence too. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Okay. So then you're listening for these different kinds of messages and sensing different things. Sensing, seeing, hearing, sensing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then as you decide to come out of it, you can do that on your own decision. Um, then it's about maybe taking a moment to integrate what you experienced, maybe writing it down or. Yes. Taking- that's a really good point. Journal. Journal. Yes. When we're in actual ceremony, we journal what uh, what came through yeah yeah and then there's the completion of it for that particular ceremony which is like the gratitude and kind of closing of the of the ceremony yeah um yeah okay so that's some pretty basic components that people can work with what's really exciting is that you have a ceremony on valentine's day online global i was looking at it today because i really want to be there what tell us about that so that we can join you this weekend if we are so inspired 
Yeah. So we're going to be joining at 10 o'clock on Sunday morning, Mountain Time at, for our three-hour uh, cacao ceremony with Shaman Journey. And so we're going to be doing basically all of what we just described here. Uh, I do include in dancing because dancing after you've been lying down, you're probably lying down for about an hour, then we, we get up and dance. It's a good, really good way to integrate. But uh, yeah, we're going to be doing the, the, we're going to be clearing our chakras, grounding, centering, I do a lot of singing the, it's as an offering that we make to spirit, um, singing ceremonial songs. Uh, then we go into our shamanic journey where you have your intention. And then the, the beauty again of being in a ceremony is that we're all supporting each other. So it creates a more potent vortex. So doing a, your own ceremony is, is, is wonderful. But when we all come together, all our hearts, all our light, all our energy comes together to create a potent, uh, I'm all about magic and miracles. So this potent vortex that we can uh, all help each other manifest our intentions. Uh, of course, with the cacao and the drumming and all the, the insights that come through that I bring through as well. And uh, yeah, journaling, dancing, and then another really potent uh Part of it is the sharing aspect. People sometimes get really nervous about, oh my God, oh my God, I have to share. But it, we get one minute to share and really what you share could support someone over here who didn't fully understand their intention or vice versa. Uh, and then you see how, how uh, we're all supporting each other and it's just so nourishing and it helps build that community too that we were talking about we're all in it together and uh and we get to meet people from all over as well so great uh, yeah so exciting so i will definitely post that in no notes and um on your podcast page so people can just click over to join you on your registration at dreamtimehealings.com for cacao ceremony. And if you are listening to this podcast later and you missed our Valentine's day cacao ceremony, 2021, there's more coming because you're doing a lot of ceremony lately. I've noticed. So how often are you hosting these online ceremonies? Would you say? I'm doing what well, expanded now I'm doing uh, new moon and full moon ceremonies with a specific topic. Uh, so like this Thursday, I'm, it's uh, you have the right to have the right so this is a, it's a potent one for the new moon this Thursday, but uh, yeah, usually there's a, those are the full moon, yeah, new moon. And then the cacao ceremonies I'm now, I was doing them monthly, but because I'm expanding and doing these other types of ceremonies, I'm doing them probably every three months. So there'll be another one in May. I don't have the date yet, but. Okay. But they're all available on your site as you. Yep. Update. Yes. Okay. New dates, and also you always send out your newsletter with dates. So if people want to sign up for your newsletter to stay up to date with what you're doing, they can do that as well. Right over at DreamTimeHealings.com, correct? Correct. Awesome. So I know this is a little bit more on a personal note before we wrap up, but I'm so curious. What's something if you could summarize? Like, what's something that you've learned from the cacao yourself? I'm sure there's so many things, but I'm just curious to, to know if there's any that are fun to share. 
so the tears automatically started coming through, which always happens. I call them spirit tears um, because it, when when spirits are very, very present, which is love, right? It's open. It's opened my heart in ways that I didn't even know my heart could open. Mm. Um, it's it's heart medicine. It's such beautiful heart medicine. So opening my heart to myself for more self-love, which that it all comes back to that, right? Mm -hmm. Self-love, right? Increasing the self-love and then helping others um, expand their love for themselves. And to, we need love. We need love like never before in today's time. And so help it, it helps people to really drop into their heart and radiate the light and the love that they are. Mm -hmm. That's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's so true too. We've all been through a lot lately. And Mm -hmm. even before pandemic, you know, self-love is probably one of the most precious commodities that one could, could ask for. Most of us could definitely use um, more of it. Yeah. Yeah. What a gift. And then going through so much with the world lately, you know, a lot of us are, a lot of us have gone through a lot of different kinds of struggles. So whatever we can do to like love ourselves through that and each other, it's so powerful. It's, that's the way to heal. Yeah. Love. Mm. It's simple, but yet can be really hard when we've had trauma and other things in our lives. And yeah. So what's better way to drink a cup of cacao and let that sweetness and that yumminess open our hearts. Mm, I love it. For ourselves and others. Yeah. Yeah. Helen, it's so good to see you. And I'm so glad that we were able to do this right in time for the chocolate, you know, the most chocolatey day of the year. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I'm so excited to be part of your cacao ceremony this weekend. And I hope to see some of our listeners there as well. And I'm, you know, just, it's just good to reconnect. It's been a little while since you left Colorado and went on your journey to Taos and it's good to see you and good to reconnect with everything that's been going on for you. Likewise, Sue, real delight. This is it. We've got it. We've got quite a history and uh, it's, it's a real pleasure to be with you today. Thank you. Thank and you. I look forward to being in ceremony with you finally. It's taken a while, right? I know, right? Yes, I'm excited. Thank you, Helen. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today for this very chocolatey episode of Satiate. I want to send you all the wholehearted health and happiness that you so deserve. I look forward to seeing you here again very soon. Take good care.